Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works without the BS. Join Myra, Jeff with a G, Dr. Sam, Jeffrey, and me, Jeff with a J, as we work to debunk those leadership myths. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. Hey, welcome back to No Leadership BS Podcast, where we debunk the myths that are out there when it comes to leadership. And we all take turns, and we are, again, graced to have Mr. Jeff Geyer joining us today, the man, the myth. How are you, Mr. Geyer? Not not quite a legend. I'm doing great, Mr. Conroy. It's great to be uh, with you guys. I mean, we, when, uh, when, when somebody says, hey, we, we want to talk about leadership BS, I'm all in. Let's let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Geyer, the man, the myth. Guys want to be him. Girls want to be with him. So, yeah, he is the man. <laughs> wow. Uh, I know, right? No one's ever said that about me. Why? Oh. <laughs> I've been married for 36 years. I'm, I'm not even sure she would agree with you, but you know, let's go. It's the best five years of your life. Uh, you get to pick them. Yeah. I mean, same. I didn't add two or three together. I mean, it's one. I had 36 out of one. Right, I got one. I got one. Still got anyway. one. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, and that's no BS right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, so on today's podcast, uh, we're going to turn the mic over to the madman, Mr. Jeff McLaughlin, and he's going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to our heart. What you got for us today, my brother? Oh, man, we're going to talk about that lovely four letter word that everybody loves to use goal. Oh, I was not going to like this. <laughs> I was just going to see what four-letter word you were going to put in there because I thought that would be interesting as well. Because, <laughs> you know, it's interesting because goal or goals in this case, you know, people set them all the time. I mean, look at look at New Year's resolutions, right? That's a goal. Everybody's like, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to stop drinking. And none of those things happen. Uh, why? Why? You set a goal and nobody cares. Nobody really cares about your personal goal. There's a reason for it, right? What are the reasons for it? Is it because people just don't know about the goal? Is it because you haven't actually expressed that goal or goals in a manner that actually makes sense? So when we're looking at the business world, when we're looking at organizations, how do we appropriately set goals so that people care? How do we set goals so that people feel like they can accomplish them, that they can move the needle forward, and that they feel like they're actually making progress, which makes it more likely to achieve the goal in the end? So getting your thoughts as leaders who have been in the, in the world, uh, what, what does that look like in industries that you guys have worked for? Why do people set goals and why does nobody care? What does that look like? All right. Who wants to start? I will. Why, why do we set goals to advance the mission of the organization? But to me, goals and goals have always had to be an, an agreed upon. Are they stretch goals? Yes, but they have to be attainable. 
mm-hmm. and they have to be agreed upon. And the person that's been given the goal, uh, in my opinion, needs to be needs to be able to have input on their goal. Right. If they don't have input and they're just given a goal, there's they're not invested. Ah, I think you hit it right there. The investment piece. Yeah. If people are not invested in the goal, then they're not going to be like. If you as is, is if a boss tells me you've got to increase your numbers by twenty five percent this year, or you're going to get canned. Yeah, that might mean something because you're going to get canned, right? You're going to get fired if you don't hit the goal. But other than that, it's like, well, why do I care? It's the company's money. I'm not going to make any more. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, doesn't mean a whole lot. Right, because right. it's the company's going to make more money, but I'm not going to get any of it. Right. <laughs> I've heard well, that. So. Yep. Oh yeah. Or if the company made so much money, how come we're not making more? Mm-hmm. Mm. See, to that point, I think if folks are already wondering how they plug into the bigger picture, does their work have purpose? Does it matter too much? If they don't already feel that, and then we plop a goal down that says more productivity, yeah, I think you're right. The, the response is going to be, yeah, well, okay, you set the minimum, so I'll get to the minimum. Where folks believe in the mission, what they're doing, you set that goal, like, yeah, and hey, how can we get there? faster how can be more efficient there's a lot more energy to put into the process not just the attainment of the goal sure so the process is just as important as the outcome yep oh yeah yeah so i I would really like to jump in here because i'm not a big goal fan and before you throw things at me (laughs) let me explain this is a stupid this is a stupid episode then (laughs) I didn't pick the subject we had a goal to get through this (laughs) (laughs) this might be the reason that people don't care so what happens when you reach a goal what happens and how long does it last Yeah. and how long did it take you to get there Mm-hmm. Why do we jump from goal to goal? Because whenever you get to a goal, there's just a higher mountain to reach. Right. And it's mm-hmm. and it's can be very self-defeating. To me, I, for, for my team and for myself, we worked real hard at making the journey not only positive but fun. Right. That we we set up feedback loops so that it was it was a, a fun process rather than an end. So, I mean, that's why I, goals are, are um, bullseyes. That's where you're headed. But you want to make sure that the process of getting there is fulfilling, team building, all those kind of things that makes them want to reach again. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I'll be the schmuck and I'll say, why? Why? Yeah. Why is because that's where life is lived, is mm-hmm. between goal and goal. Life isn't lived on the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. It's lived in the journey. Exactly. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there, I read once, you know, why do we keep score? Why do you keep score in, in sporting? And why do you keep score in, at work? It's to measure ourselves and measure how well we, we are doing and to measure us, how well we do. If we need to tweak things, if we need to be better. Keeping score just is, is, is a way for us to uh, review ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. I think a lot of times it's used as a stick. Right, you didn't meet the right score. You meet the right number, the right output. Therefore, whack, whack. Here's your right. punishment for not getting there. Rather than the real, I mean, what could be the real purpose, which is just as you guys described, the process of getting there. So when you hit that goal, you can celebrate 
have a quick wahoo. Things are awesome. Maybe, maybe even just relax for a hot minute. And then you've got the process laid out where you get engaged again for the next goal, that exactly. next stretch goal and you keep on moving. Yeah. That's why goal attainment should be, should be exciting and fun and, and motivating yeah. to, to move to the next level. Well, and, and it has to be, in fact, I was, I was just coaching with a team yesterday and um, I asked them what, what the goal was. And, and um, the response was, well, management wants us to be more efficient. <laughs> and, you know, th that on its face sounds really good. But, but we went into start, started talking about um, having goals that are smart, right? Specific, yep. measurable, attainable, realistic, and time bound, um, which um, being more efficient has none of those things. Right. So the the um, when you when you get the lack of commitment or or as the leader you think ah this is just BS because my employees aren't paying attention anyway um, that amb uh, lack of commitment comes from your or you know inattention to detail the ambiguity of the mm -hmm. goal you got to make them smart and then follow the process like you all have been talking about yeah that's right, right on yeah, yeah. Well, I think that it's interesting because I, I I'm a massive goal setter but I use the goals in a very specific manner. I use the goals to help develop habits because the habits are the thing that actually gets you the stuff done, yeah. right? right? So if I make a goal of, let's say, working out on a regular basis, well, I get into the habit of getting up in the morning and going straight to the gym because I know if I do that, then I'm gonna get the workout done. And so I build the habit that creates the results that I want. So the goal is the results, but the habits that I build reaching that goal are the thing that actually get me the results. Right. So I know the clarity of purpose. I know that the time it's going to take, I know the, the, you know, what, what I have to do to get there. And so I think a lot of people just don't understand, like what you, like you said, Jeff, uh, about the, the clarity of the mission and the purpose. Great. You set a goal. If nobody knows about it or they don't understand why yeah. they just don't care, they're right. not going to buy in. The yeah, double top so. secret goal. Your top secret goal. Yeah. <laughs> I set those as well. Yeah. I, I like to make goals that nobody knows about because I yeah. just want to see if I can make it happen. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, nobody knows. I, I went, when, when Geyer said, you know, management wants us to be more efficient, I kind of cringed because that's not their goal. They're, right. they're, they're just saying, well, we basically what they're saying is that we're doing this because we have to, because management, mm -hmm. there's, there's no emotional tie to it. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it, it needs it needs to be emotionally tied to them to want to do it, to right. be excited about doing mm -hmm. it. And when uh, somebody says we want the management wants us to be more efficient, I'm guessing that it probably heard was we need to work harder. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, if there's no context to it, then there's not that freedom to say, all right, more efficient means yeah. less dumb stuff and more things that make more sense. Yeah. And have that empowerment to say, I got a plan, here's an idea, let's just give it a shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, even worse than that, Dr. Sam, is what they make it mean, whether it means mm -hmm. it or not. Sure. When they say, I need you to be more efficient, nine times out of ten, they'll make it mean I'm not good enough. I'm right. not doing my job well. Right. Um, and and feel, feel chastised and um, less than. Right. Instead of empowering them as you started out talking, yeah. you know, um, it, it has the opposite effect. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think the word I think the word efficient is just an umbrella term too. It, right. it doesn't mean what it it does not mean what you think it means. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they really need to to break it down on what do you mean? I mean, be be more specific on on what that is, and let them have let them have input mm -hmm. on how to do that. 
Right. right? And now, now you're talking about uh, communication and having the, the lines of c- communication open. And one of my, it, it made me think one of my favorite quotes um, is by um, George Bernard Shaw and it's regarding communication. He said, one of the fallacies of communication is the belief that it actually occurred. Yep. And, um, you know, well, I, I told them as an example, you're the leader. Right. Well, I told them, well, they didn't hear it or they forgot, or you only told them once and it was months ago. And you know, it's a, 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 that, that communication pipeline has to be big and it has to be open and constantly flowing. Right. But there well, that be, string of words you assembled didn't have the same meaning to them as it did to you when you were saying right. it. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's clarity of mission. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and it's got, it's, yeah, there's, you got to use their language. Right. <laughs> it's you know. so funny. You know what? That that reminds me. I, I I was I'm in a couple of groups online, and one of the guys was telling us a story this week about he's been to this burrito stand, this taco stand for like years, like three or four years, and he goes probably three times a week, and he always gets the exact same thing. He always orders a breakfast burrito with bacon, and every single time he orders it, they would get his order like they'd have to come back and be like, "What did you want again? A breakfast burrito with bacon." Okay, okay. And then they come back a few minutes later. You, what did you order? You ordered a breakfast burrito with bacon. And he says this is consistent over the course of years. And finally he goes, to, and this is down in California. One of his friends goes with him and goes, you realize that they're, you know, Hispanic and English is their second language. And he goes, yeah, but I was really clear. I said, breakfast burrito with bacon. He said, that doesn't make sense. He goes, order it this way. Order a burrito of bacon. He goes, the syntax is different. That's all it is. Just order a burrito oh. of bacon. And he goes, I don't, oh, okay, fine. I'll take a burrito of bacon. Okay. And got it right. First time yeah. and every time since. Just that simple change of a burrito of bacon. They understood that because that made more sense since like in, in the way the language translated. Yeah. Yeah. And they got it right ever since. He thought he was being ridiculously clear with his instructions. <laughs> yeah. But he took and he didn't take into account their perspective. So it's not about what you say. It's about what they understand. Yes. There you go. If your team right. doesn't understand what you're saying, then you're not communicating. Right. Exactly. It doesn't, make sense. it doesn't make sense. Who cares? It's mm-hmm. one-way communication. Exactly. But you think you're doing it as a leader. <laughs> I'm doing really good. I'm communicating clearly and concisely with my team and they should understand. And, and if they're not doing what you're asking and what you're setting forth for them, they don't understand. <laughs> That's on you, Mr. Leader person or Mrs. Leader person. Yeah. Or leader androgynous, non-binary individual with legs and arms and eyes. So if I'm, if that I'm escalated. <laughs> if I'm hearing you right, Geoff, if you make a go, and nobody cares, it has to do with communication and it has to do with trust, mm-hmm. it has to do with culture. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? I would say it has to do with trust, communication, the culture that you've set up, and what it matters to them, the empowerment of the employees, the people that you're working with. If the goal means more empowerment for them, more ownership for them, more, you know, maybe it's a slightly bigger, a bump in a paycheck or more free time, or it has to have a meaning to them. If you make a goal that they don't understand, they don't buy into, it doesn't move the mission forward, or it has nothing to do with them, it doesn't matter. The goal is not going to, you're not going to make it. They just see it as a frivolous goal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just more work. 
Yeah, it's just more just more work, and I've heard that too. It's just more work. Oh, if if I'm leading um, Jeff, if I'm leading a, a, a you know a larger organization, say it's got or you know it's a small midsize, it doesn't matter, hundred, two hundred employees. Do I expect every employee to participate in the creation of the goal? That's a great question. I am actually working with a, a, an organization that is in that boat right now. They have some pretty ambitious goals for growth and uh, improvement over the next, I think I want to say it's three to four years. They've set some really ambitious goals. How they did that, though, was they talked, the, the, the executive team talked to the, the managers. The managers talked to the employees. They had an entire company meeting. They meet, and they meet every single week as an entire organization. I think they have anywhere between 100 and 125 employees mm -hmm. and people are allowed to give feedback. And they do this every week with intention on purpose. And they have said, what do you guys wanna see? How do we wanna get bigger? How do we wanna improve? And they constantly ask for that feedback. And so because they've created that culture of the feedback loop where they actually listen to the employees, they have trust, they have buy-in. And they've said, you know what, things are gonna be probably a little bit painful because growth, it causes growing pains. And so we gotta figure out how to do this as a team. And so because they've, they've set that up, because they've actually done that, it started at the top with, we wanna get bigger. Then they said, how do we wanna make that happen? And then they took it all the way down to the people working on the floor saying, what would that mean to you? Mm -hmm. And then it became personal to each, each person. Now, is 100% of the employees bought on? No because you've still got people that are like, I'm just here for a paycheck, I don't really care. Yeah. But a majority of the people are saying, yeah, this actually makes a lot of sense because it'll give us more time to actually do the projects we wanna do. It'll give us a little bit more money because they do a they have fancy profit sharing kind of a thing. And they made it valuable to the people that they're that they are serving and that's i mean the, the leadership of the organization is just pretty fantastic that way that's awesome but yeah but it's hard to do it's really hard to do they they did it with intention and it took a while to get there yeah you can't, you can't do it overnight it took, no. oh and, and uh, I, was, I was just sitting there thinking that that's a great uh, um ab absolute layout of the process jeff and if you're listening to this podcast and you can't figure out how to move your organization forward follow that process he just laid out yeah. And go back and listen to it again because that's how it's done. Right. Mm -hmm. And we need to wrap up here pretty quick, but I would be remiss not to add that if we have, if you have an organization that is thousands of people, the same principles apply because yeah. when folks are afforded the chance to give their input, the worst case scenario is a whole bunch of people put their input in, it goes into a black box and something gets spat out and it looks nothing that anybody can understand. Involve them in the process throughout so they know what's going on. Not everybody's idea gets to the top of the, uh, the idea chain, of course not, but the right. bulk should show up and it should be recognizable and it should not be a surprise when the outcome uh, is finally uh, released. Yeah, yeah. Involve your team in the process. Yep. And it's, it, it is, it becomes logistically really hard if you get a company that's thousands and thousands of people. Right. But by that point, you would hopefully have some, if you've scaled to that size, cool, yes. good on you. And you, you <laughs> probably have some good leadership in place because you can't get there if, if you're doing things really poorly. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you so, should have some sort of chain of command already. So if one, if our listener in Eastern Oregon is having, <laughs> is having um, a lot of questions about this because it's a really deep subject and we could probably go on for several. Um, but they're welcome 
to email us with with problems as well as questions, and mm -hmm. we'd be happy to address them. Is is that am I correct there? Yep. Oh yeah, we'd be yep. more than happy to help you walk through and and just, I mean, just to talk about it. Say what what am I doing wrong? What am I missing? Because a lot of times we're if we're in the in the situation, we we don't see the details. We don't see the forest through the trees. And so, or the trees through the forest. I don't know however that works. Um, <laughs> but we're so involved in the process that we don't actually see what's going on. And sometimes it helps to just have that outside perspective of, well, what about this? Or what about this? Or did you see this over here? Like, I had no idea. Oh my gosh, there's, there's a tree right there. So having that outside perspective is, is so, so important. I mean, all of us use those. All of us mm -hmm. use, you know, an outside perspective to help us out with, many many things right i'm still thinking of bacon <laughs> burrito bacon burrito bacon burrito bacon bacon a burrito it's a big burrito of bacon bacon <laughs> i cooked off an entire pound and a half of bacon yesterday and it's almost gone already i it, it wasn't even me my kids got into it and they're like oh look candy and it's just like uh, it's like pez for adults oh, except for my kids get it Stinkers. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh man. Well, yeah. So if you guys need us, if you uh, you know, if you want to get a hold of us, if you want to reach out to our team of phenomenal, incredible leadership people here, uh, you can reach out to us at ask us at leadershipbs.co. And uh, if we happen to use your comments or questions on our podcast, you'll get a free disc assessment and a debrief with one of our phenomenal uh, podcasters here. So thank you so very much for listening. We appreciate all of all of you in Eastern Oregon, all one of you. <laughs> Someday that's going to be all all two of you. <laughs> bigger. We've got get married. Goals. Well, thank you so very much for being here today. And we look forward to seeing you on the next one, even though we're listening. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> All right. Have All a later, friends. Day. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye. Oh, my God. I hate that. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the No Leadership BS podcast. If you have any stories, questions, or comments you would like to share with us, please email us at askus at leadershipbs.co. That's askus at leadershipbs.co. If we use your email questions or comments, you will win a DISC behavioral assessment and debrief with one of our highly trained podcast teammates. And last but not least, don't forget to give us a five-star review so we can reach more people. Thank you so much and tune in next time. We'll see you then.